But I was sitting in a petrol station last night and I was calming and oh mother of God, the window got tapped three <laughs> times in ten minutes. They are That mad. was the one lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're mental about it, yeah. That's Don't go to rock. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. Welcome to our Football Tipping Podcast. Mark your card here and off the ball. I'm John Duggan and Mark your card. Football is all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. To look ahead to the 2022 FIFA World Cup, we're joined by the former League of Ireland and FBI Cup winner, Graham Garton. Graham, how's the form? Good, John. How are you? Yeah, good, Graham. Looking forward to this World Cup. I mean, I know some of us won't watch it, but most of us will watch it. To be honest, I think we'll watch it. We'll probably get sucked into it. So let's just talk about the football. There's, there's going to be plenty of talk about guitar yeah, over the next exactly. week. Let's talk about the football. Let's talk about what's going to happen, Graham, over the next few weeks. Let's start with our neighbours, our friendly neighbours, England. Um, are they at the end of a cycle, Graham, for you? Uh, I think the, defensively, I'd still be worried about centre-back-wise. Uh, Eric Dyer, who you know really well, JD, wouldn't probably be the outstanding defender. Maguire wouldn't be stepping up. Connor Cody's a really good organiser, but um, defensively, in terms of down the middle and the goalkeeper, I would I would have question marks about. Uh, Kane, is, Kane with Kane, I think he'll score a goal. He's never relied on his pace, but he's, he's guile, he's cleverness, his power. I think he'll score goals, but have you got enough behind them in terms of being creative? Um, Jude Bellingham, I, I'm hoping, to be honest, I'd, I'd really like to see him have a good, a good World Cup, but the likes of Sterling, the likes of their explosive players who who you who you'd rely on to maybe get them goals or, or assists. I just don't think they're in the form that they're that, that they've been in previously to, to maybe trouble the bigger teams in the tournament. There's question marks as well about Gareth Southgate, Graham, in terms of his tactical now at times. Yeah, again, the, the the you go back to the final against Italy where they started the game unbelievably well and then um one of the, the the stats that came out about Italy was that they went from attack to the they went from an, an attack and transition to defensive transition really quick and the fact that they were doing that the whole tournament and you're hoping that right England can become a counter attacking team in that but you have to do it yeah you have to counter attack really well against a team that transitions that quick I just don't think the, the either counter attack quick or control the game enough then so if a team does get into the defensive shape really quick you have to be willing to be patient and break them down and move the ball and show a bit of creativeness in the final third and again going back on it I I maybe due to the players he has I don't know if he if they ever have that player I know James Madison is one but I'm talking about a fella who can emotionally control your team so it'd be like a Perlo, uh, a De Bruyne, uh, a Tony Cruz for for um, Germany that knows when to up and down the tempo of your game. Right, you know these look a bit leggy. Let's go at them for the next ten minutes, or etc. Modric does it really well for Croatia. So again, it's that emotional intelligence to run your football team, and I'm not sure if England have that type of player that can do that. So I'm kind of hearing from you, Graham. Maybe quarter final exit kind of thing. Yes. Yes. In the mo- to be honest, I don't think they're. I don't think they've they've enough to compete uh, in the in the last four to get to the last yeah. four. Like, you know, they're just yeah, they're I, just a bit short, John. I don't know what you feel on it. I just feel they're just a bit short. Like, you know, yeah, I just don't trust the manager. I don't think the manager gets you know, the best out of these players. 
Uh, no, I don't. No, I, I think if like if you look at Eddie Howe, if Gareth Southgate was managing Newcastle, would he be doing as good a job as Eddie Howe? I'm not so sure. That'd be my view at club level. And I'm looking at the managers like Van Gaal, uh, Chichi, uh, Hansi Flick, Luis Enrique, proven managers at club level. And that these are the types of teams I'm looking for at the World Cup. I don't even think Wales will get out of the group. They got around the USA and England. What do you think? I think Wales are a busted flush. It's great that they're there in 1958 and all that, but Gareth Bale has hardly played any football. Yeah, and but the, the the weird thing about Gareth Bale is the, the way they play just suits him, and that he, he only plays in ten minute sports. So they, they'll win the ball back, they'll have a little run, and you'll, you'll create something, and then he rests, and he'd be similar to what Michael O'Neill done with Northern Ireland in that. They, they tend to drop in, leave a player up the up the front. They play in little sports of like a, right a counter attack, and then they all drop back in. Um, again, there's a lot of pressure on the USA because they're under pressure to perform. Uh, obviously, the the trouble between that the the women's football and the men's football in America and who deserves the funding and and the prize money and all that stuff. And there is pressure on the USA going into this tournament. Um, the Wales England game takes on a different significance because obviously the 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 fact they're so close geographically and and uh, and all that, but uh, yeah, the, the USA Wales game would be the one that that would intrigue me to see right who wins that one comes out of the group. Then you know, uh, but at the moment I haven't seen enough of USA to go. You know what? I'm going to back them. Where I think, I think Wales might have a little bit enough for them to come past them on that. I think, like you said, I think the experience kicks in where they just go. We know how to handle tournaments now that they've done well in, in the Euros too. Brazil are favourites. Uh, Graham, uh, Chichi, the coach, has got to get the shape right. Uh, is this Neymar's time to shine for Brazil? Uh, I think it's Neymar's time to the fact that he has a little bit more around him. Um, and I think then that they can carry him in certain games or they can let him do and go and dribble and maybe not track back as much. Uh, and the other lads have workers around them. Um, but I don't think I think he has to perform and especially in the big moments in the game the quarterfinals the semifinals he has to come up with bits of magic uh, to get them through if the game is sticky I'd have a soft spot for Brazil due to uh, marital reasons John <laughs> um, so that would be the team we'll be backing um, so the, the the two boys are looking forward to that they're going to get their Brazil jerseys this year um, so they're looking forward to it but I think the goalkeeper situation is massive when you consider you go back to the England one, you know, either one of the goalkeepers, Edison or, or um, Alisson at Liverpool, the, the number one, if they, if we had, any of them are playing in an English team, they're playing ahead of Pickford. Like. So therefore, I think they have enough strength and depth throughout the team to, to maybe be a little bit more dogged when they need to be, but also have the front players then to cause trouble uh, going forward. And Vinicius Junior as well has that pace that... If you are going to try and press them high, he could trouble you with pace over the top. Lionel Messi seems happy. It's his last chance with Argentina. They haven't been beaten in over three years. They won the Copa America. Is it going to be a fairy tale ending? Do you know what? For, from a football point of view, I hope I, I, I genuinely hope it is. Uh, again, I, I, I'd have a lot. Of, I think I was talking to somebody today about Messi. We were funny that. He beats players. I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen Messi do a step over or anything that's over elaborate. But he just has a way of beating players that is just pure football. And even the pass and like, you know, you see the assists he has and the way he plays and the little one twos he plays. It's just he just sees the game and plays the game at such a high high IQ level. Even that you just 
you can do the simple, make this, you can make the simplest thing or the hardest thing look so simple. And I just, I'd love him for how good he's been to the game to, to win it. I think he's been fantastic. Like you, you never see him come out and say anything sort of controversial. He just goes about, he does his business. All his teammates seem to like him. And I just think for football, it'd be a great, it'd be a great achievement for him and that, this Argentina team. And like you said, they're in great form. They won the Cup of America. They've, they've, they seem to be together as a team. You've seen that even when they won the Cup of America, how much it meant and how, how they all want to play for Messi as well. And to be honest, that's a sign of a good leader. Uh, and for football reasons, I'd love to see Messi do it with Argentina. Do you think France are strong contenders? Uh, obviously, Pogba and Conte are not there, but they've got goal machines in uh, Mbappe and in Benzema. Yeah, and that, and that can be, like, if they can keep it tight defensively, and defensively they have been strong, um, if they can keep it tight. Again, one of the things, I, I, working on stuff for me, me licences, uh, to keep up your coaching licences, France had one of the, in the Euros, they, they defended in a mid-block and were like a counter-attacking team. That was the biggest stat that came out about France. And you can see why when you have the likes of Mbappe, because you know that if you win the ball back in the middle of the park, you know there is going to be space for him to, to play in behind. So that was really interesting. And then obviously with Benzema, he scores different types of goals to Mbappe, that he's in around the box. You can get headers, you can get little half volleys, little cutbacks, where Mbappe just has that ability to just drive at people in 1v1 situations and 40 yards from goal, you know, it's going to be a threat. Um, and when you have goal scorers like that in your team, you're, you're always in with a chance because you could play a terrible game. You could have a game that isn't great on the eye or isn't great to watch, John, and then they pop up with some bit of magic and before you know it, they're winning one nil and knocking Germany out or something like that along the way. And that's where I think France might be this year, that they'll rely on the front two and everywhere else they can be solid. Uh, the previous winners before France were Germany and Spain. They're in the same group. I think both countries are in transition. Do you agree? Yeah, I think they've, they've started to bring in a lot of younger players. Like I know the likes of Gabi and even I think... Spain left out Thiago, didn't he? This, yes, this yes, World Cup yeah. as well. So they're obviously going in a different direction to try and bring more youthful players through. Same with Germany. Like, have you really got a goal scorer? I know um, Muller is in, in, but is he? Will he be as prolific? You know, with Germany this year, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure he will be, John. And that's where I think when you look at France compared to Germany. The two goal scorers they have up front compared to Germany, I'm not really sure who stands out for them. Um, but they're going to be, yeah, I'd agree with that. They're in transition, but more so Germany than Spain. They have a history of just pulling out performances and World Cups and getting, and they don't care how it looks sometimes. They'll trundle along and if it's a, not a great game, but they, they get through, that's why they're there. Spain can sometimes play really well and not succeed, uh, but they're happy to play well. Uh, so that's the difference between them two teams, I would say. But you're right, they're probably a little bit inexperienced in as a group to maybe get right into the final. Belgium I would have an issue with their defence. I think it's ageing. Yeah. Uh, Lukaku and Hazard, uh, either injuries or form, question marks. De Bruyne is playing obviously brilliantly at the moment. Courtois is great in goal. But I think the boat has sailed for them. Um, if we're looking at dark horses, Graham, who do you think? Maybe the Netherlands, Portugal, Denmark, Uruguay, Croatia, Senegal. Who do you like in terms of the outsiders? I, I did like, I, I would have went Holland because again, defensively, I think they're strong. I think the midfield is is decent as well. I, again, Memphis Dupoy, is he going to get enough goals for you at the, at the 
you know, in the in the vital moments, does he have enough pace to do that and trouble other teams? Um, who, who else can score goals for them? Uh, Holland, who's that standout striker? Like, who who would you see as that standout striker for them? Uh, well, you probably he's not a striker. Or Gapko um, might be the only player who could light it yeah. up. But I, I would agree with you; they don't have a Bergkamp or a yeah. Fivers or a Van Nistelrooy. Or yeah, like yeah, a, that's even thing, like going yeah. back to Van Basten, where if somebody down the middle that you go right, we, we can we can work the ball really well. And the, Holland will always work the ball into really good positions. But can they get like a like Van Persie for years was that what it was the main goal scorer? And I just don't feel they have that. I agree with you on Belgium. The back line would worry it in terms of aging. I think their goalkeeper, and we've seen that for Madrid last year when in the Champions League, at times he was the difference. Um, again, another massive presence in Courtois. But can the, can the Bruyne carry them at vital times? Can Lukaku, fitness-wise, can he get through a tournament? Um, can Hazard get through a tournament physically? They haven't. I wouldn't say Hazard has played a lot of football over the last couple of years. So they then go and play, what is it, eight games in the spell? seven games in the space of three weeks, it's going to be a lot for him. Um, in terms of dark courses, um, yeah, I, I, I'd probably go either, I, I, I actually think Spain, I know we were critical, but I think Spain might catch a few people out with the just the youthful exuberance of them. I think they'll, and again, they're always going to be in the game because they'll, they'll have that much of the ball. I do think they'll fall a bit short, but I think people, us even saying that, he mightn't have enough. I, I, I think they might surprise a few people that they'll be better than people think. Okay, Betway, you're providing 50 euro a charity bet as always this week. Uh, if you're going to have a punt, folks, on The Greatest Show on Earth, which starts on Sunday with Qatar against Ecuador, keep it to small stakes, folks. Never back more than Who are you going forward. with, John? Uh, this way, I'm going to split it, uh, Graham. Brazil's win the World Cup, 30 euro at 15 to 4. Neymar to be player of the tournament, 10 euro at 11 to 1. And Richarlison to be top goal scorer, five each way at 25 to one. He scored seven goals in his last six games. I think he's going to start. And I think that Richarlison, if he can get off to a good start in the group, is a good outside bet to be top goal scorer. Yeah, that's a good bet. I go with Messi as player of the tournament. Messi player of the tournament with Betway is eight to one. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, you're not getting... You're not getting that great value, but like that's what I'm looking at. I'm all in on Brazil, Graham. Um, are you picking them to win the tournament or Argentina? I get a sense of one of the two. Yeah, I was going with one of the two, and I'm and I'm on the fence because uh, I've been sort of told I have to go Brazil, but my heart is saying, and it and it kills me because uh, my mother in law is actually from Brazil. She's over in Brazil at the minute on a holiday, and uh, I want to go Brazil. Yeah, but I I for I just have such a soft spot for Messi. It kills me. Uh, I'll go with Brazil because I'm 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 in trouble with my wife from the last comments I made on off the ball. So I'll go with Brazil. Okay, uh, you know, keep yourself in the good books, uh, Graham Garland. Remember, folks, mark your card football is all in association with Betway. Got Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts, and super boosts on the Premier League and more. Eighteen plus T's and C's apply. That's a responsible way. We'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of Mark Your Card with Katie Walsh to preview this weekend's horse racing action. And Graham Gartland, you can tell all the people in Brazil to listen to Mark Your Card because you've done the right thing. You've tipped Brazil. And I hope you enjoyed the start of the World Cup. I do. Same time. Thanks for having me again. All right, Graham. Thank you. Mark Your Card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net.